Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey guys, welcome to Super Mega Cast, um, the Super Mega Podcast. This is episode forty-one. Um, would have been forty-two. Would have been forty-two, except we recorded this episode for an hour and a half, and uh, we had a great time, and we got out and realized that it was, pro- my... it, was, it was probably one of the better podcast recordings. It, it, was. it was very fluid. Had a good time, talked about some fun stuff, and then we got out and looked at the audio and saw that my microphone was off. So. That was fun. It only picked up Ryan's audio. So I'm glad that now you guys know that there was a good podcast recorded that you will never hear. But uh, It still exists. I mean, we have it. You just, my voice, you hear Ryan's voice perfectly, and then mine's just... Oh, Matt, so uh, what do you think of the Nintendo uh, uh, Switch? I think the Nintendo Switch is really cool. Um, <sighs> okay, that's cool. That's what it sounded like. My voice was incredibly quiet, and Ryan's was booming. <laughs> Look at those audio Whoa. waves. Why are they white? They had some white in there. What the hell? What is the white? The way it looks, it looks like someone went into Photoshop, cut out the audio waves from a white background. <laughs> yeah, and pasted them in. Sorry, we're just we're looking at the audio waveform for our podcast, and it looks different Sorry than to... normal. Anyways, Matt, there's some serious topics we need to discuss. First uh. of all, uh, being... Your racism against Mediterranean people. Not Mediterranean people, Mediterranean food. Well, well, you don't like the food because you don't like the people who make it. That's not true. I just don't like then, the then food. Then why don't you like the food? Okay, I don't hate Mediterranean food. Just, I don't. Just I, the people. I don't, no, not, no. <laughs> I just, it's not my favorite, man. What? You said it's because the, the rice is too long? Yeah, the rice what is too long. What do you mean long. the rice is too long? Like, that's a valid reason not to no, like. No, how is that a, okay, how do you feel the length of rice in your mouth? If it's only like half a grain longer no, than regular rice, you feel the the length. You know, like I like short, sticky rice, and then Mediterranean light rice is you like, like Asian too, white sticky rice. I do like that, like and Mexican rice too. Um, Mediterranean rice is twice as long. It's long grain rice. I don't. It feels weird in my mouth. I don't if like it, was, it. If it was moist, do you think it would be better? But since it's dry, you're like, mm, yeah. I this think that, long piece of grain in my mouth isn't as appetizing as I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if it if it was more moist, I feel like most Mediterranean food I've had, the rice has been not like dry, but more on the dry side, as mm-hmm. to where you know, like Mexican rice or Asian rice is more on the sticky, moist side. I like that. But if you were to pick your favorite Mediterranean dish, what would it? If you if you had to, what would it be? If you if you had to eat something, 
And I'm not talking about you go up and you're like, oh, I guess I can eat this. You go, okay, I, I'm actually happy that this is on the table. You said Mediterranean. I was scared that it would be all that other gross, long-riced bullshit. But <laughs> this in front of me is what, what I want to eat at this very moment. I think I like the... I don't like... I'm not a big fan of Mediterranean kebabs. I, I like... I like pita with lamb and tzatziki. That stuff's good. That stuff's good. That stuff. Tzatziki's really good. You still haven't been to Pita Pit in five points in South in Colombia. Carolina. I probably will never go. Which is really good. <laughs> if you and I, if you and I are ever in Colombia together, which I don't think you and I have, you and I have probably hung out once in Colombia, right? Like twice, actually, I think. We 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 went to Groucho's one time, which is one of my favorite sandwich places. No, and then you came over once. I came over to your that apartment. apartment. I was at yeah. And we just drove. I think. I think so. We just drove. We just drove into the sunset, dude. <laughs> I think. It, Listen to cowboy wasn't music. A, just... Was it at a weird hour of the day? Yes. It was really strange. Did I? <sighs> dude, I barely even remember that time period. <laughs> Same here. It's all a blur. But that's it's a probably. Huge blur. That, but that's probably just because I was like locked away in a cave somewhere. Just my brain was fried. The, the terrorist tag. <laughs> yeah, I was taken hostage by some by. Uh, Al Qaeda. They were. Don't mad. say that. They were mad that ISIS has. Stop! Been Don't say those words. <laughs> what? The system will pick them up, Ryan. I'm sorry. Actually, with the whole recent um, YouTube, you know, adpocalypse, where they're flagging words, what I've been wondering is, they have the caption system that's pretty good at picking up what you say, the yeah. auto, the auto captions. So what I'm wondering is if that system is also listening to videos and then picking up flag words within the video. So even if we don't put anything bad in the title or the description or tags, I wonder if it's able to go in and listen and pick up swear words, pick up hot button words, and then flag the video secretly for less ads or whatever because we have said these well, things in it. Isn't that creating a bigger problem? Because originally YouTube had a problem with context. Like there would still be that bad word or a word used, but they would automatically kind of target it and take the video down without getting the context of why it was up. Yeah. The same can be said for the copyright um, issues that were going on probably like major two years ago or so. And I think that this closed captioning system is just a bigger problem. That would create a bigger problem of that because then it would detect words that you necessarily didn't say. Yeah. And then, and then we could be talking also like not have context for why that was said, even though it might not have been said. Because we could be talking about how it's so sad what's happening with ISIS and it's really bad. And then maybe it's like, well, demonetize them or, or pull the big ads from them because it picked up the word. It's really bad that sad ISIS is. Well, we actually kind of shot ourselves. Well, I specifically shot us in the foot. I don't know if we're permanently on a list because that one time I uploaded the podcast episode. <laughs> it's, it's episode 33, I think, called oh. Reality Space Show. It was originally titled ISIS in Space. And which then, is a great title, and which then, is a yeah, phenomenal I title. Love it. But YouTube immediately, before it even went public, YouTube was like, Dude, you can't do this, and we have fully blocked. Yeah, YouTube. This video. YouTube himself came. Yeah, Mr. YouTube came. Steve YouTube. Steve YouTube came, showed us his wiener, and blocked <laughs> our video completely. We we couldn't like it wouldn't even let it go public just because it had ISIS in the title. So yeah, we had to take it down and re-upload it. Dude, by now the system has been like, wow, we're you know we're not even ten minutes in, and and there's been thirty ISISs dropped. So. <laughs> what like are they dropping them from planes onto buildings or no, something that's their new tactic <laughs> no um we've said the word isis like 30 times so far in this podcast oh well well i guess we're not making money on this one just title this one the isis podcast okay i'll do it Ryan. <laughs> instead of watch me 
watch, watch. Chief Keef dances to Alabama ISIS. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Matt. Yeah. What's up? Not how, much, man. How are you? I'm good. Um, I, I, I'm feeling a little, little woozy today. Woozy? Why? Because yesterday we went to the Renaissance Fair. We did. We went to the Renaissance Fair. With uh, Chris and Ross and Holly. And Barry. And it was so much fun. I had a wonderful time. It was a, a, a fun time. Um, I, I don't drink normally, so I, I went above the limit that I usually go. He drinks abnormally. He drinks through his nose. Yeah. But uh, we, we, both, we both had a little bit of a too good of a time. And we're both lightweights, too. Yeah, so that didn't end too well. I just felt last night I felt so bad. I, I got home and I slept, and I was scared that you were waiting outside. Because I let my phone die when I was asleep. It was just on or something. Oh, yeah. And I was because you had my keys. Yep. So, um, well, actually, what did happen was I got in the elevator and I I was waiting for you to call it up. I waited for like five minutes and the lights in the elevator turn off after. I know. Yeah, that happened to me one time. I'm like, shut off. And I I was moving around trying to get (laughs) it back on and they're not motion censored. It's just based on if the elevator is in use. So I'm standing in the elevator and it's pitch black. And I'm. Wait a second. I'm trying to think. You drove my car back. Yeah. You didn't have to stand in the elevator. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. I, I don't want to give people... I got to tell I gotta tell Matt something real quick. All right. All right, well, there's some revealing information about our apartment complex. That, that you we, realize you didn't have to stand in an elevator for yeah. five minutes. But I cut it out so people won't, you know... The Renaissance Fair was fun. A lot of mentally ill adults role-playing. Um, we're going, oh, my God. We're going we're gonna to go back uh, <laughs> later in May um, again. and I dress up. That, that, the shit, some of the shit they wear looks no, very comfortable. I'm, dude, when we go back, we're dressing up. Uh, but I'm dressing up as like a little peasant because their clothes <laughs> look very co- – it's like lo- just a loose fucking shirt and some shitty pants. God, I can't – Hell, yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine the guys that have like the suits of armor and shit. You're standing out there. And the California sun out in the middle of the desert. It's, it's out in the desert. Well, they're the protagonist of their own story. Uh, it's, it's a lot of people role-playing. Um, it was the second time I've been because a couple of weeks earlier, I went to the Renaissance Fair with Chris and Ross and Barry. And uh, the moment I walked in, this woman screamed for the guards to search me, saying I stole her bloomers because she was trying to role-play with me. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I, I did that awkward laugh. I'm like, <laughs> trying to be nice. And I quickly walked off. Um, and did then you more- steal her bloomers, though? What was that? No, oh. I went off. Uh, had a good time. Um, it's it's really fun because it's like one of the only places you can day drink. Um, I got drunk mad at you for like a we, total we of sixty a, seconds. We got in a big drunk fight. Yeah, in front of a fan too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I, I felt bad after. Like now looking back, it's because it really you dumb. were you were going to like shake their hand. She this girl went to shake my hand and I bumped. I bumped during the handshake. I bumped Ryan's uh, cider, which spilled on him. Which, then we got into a fight over that. There's a big spilled spot on my shirt, and then I was like, now I look stupid, and you don't look stupid. And then you were like, fine. And then you, I, I splashed some cider on you, but it wasn't even that much. But it went in my shoe. Yeah. And, <laughs> then, and, and then I'm like, you still don't look as stupid as I do. And I was just mad about that. And then he's like, fine. And then he pours cider on himself. And then I felt bad. <laughs> hey, but so. and, and then but then to make us both feel better, Chris poured cider on his shirt too. Did he actually pour it on his yeah. shirt? So then we all walked around with big fucking stains on our shirt. <laughs> yep. And then uh, I went into a porta potty and I got really amused by the uh, the soap was like a big see through thing mm-hmm. and there were little bubbles like suspended in it and I thought it was the coolest shit. There's a lot of cool stuff at the a lot of overpriced shit. A lot of overpriced. They shit. Over, they, they, agree with me or not? I don't know. 
but they overprice stuff more than our state fair. Yeah, and you know, every drink is ten fifty. Yeah. Ten fifty for a cup of beer or cider or meat or whatever you're gonna get. I mean, it does the job. Yeah, but you, I, but I mean, I bought I bought four drinks, so that was what forty. You had four drinks. Yeah, I had like three and a half, and then a mead. I had I had a what, mead. A mead is more than one drink. Okay, it's so, really but, strong. So I had I had a lemon cider, an apple cider, another lemon cider, half of someone else's peach cider, and then mead. Yeah. I uh, thought mead was gonna be in this big thing. Mead sounds like this thing in a big jug. It's it comes in a little fucking yeah, cup like a, that you that you get from like an office water. Yeah, uh, tank. it's like the type of cup you get keep by your sink to do mouthwash with. <laughs> yep. But uh, they actually do have a thing, um, where they they have tavern winches. Is what they're called. You know, they got these ladies with these you know, big, big bosoms, big big bazungas, and they do is they get a big whoa. No, but tavern winches. They get these big. Uh, what's the thing called? Um, a cup. A cha- what is that? A chalice? A chalice? It's not a chalice. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's a just ch- a big drinking mug, and they fill it with mead, and you have to stand up on a thing. <laughs> they and fill it with me. They, well, they make you drink. <laughs> they make you drink it, and they hold it in your mouth, and make you drink it, and they make you stare at their their bosom. Do they make you stare at their bosom? That's what Chris said. Chris did it. I think that's just Chris's way of. They made me stare. And he got, <laughs> I wasn't trying. He got they, he, he was, got caught staring at some lady's breasts at the Renaissance <laughs> fair while he was drinking his own drink, and he's like, "She forced me the drink and stare at her boobs." I thought I was supposed to. <laughs> it's part of the thing. But I had a good time with all of you. I had a great time. Like it was that's wonderful. that's the first time in a while where like I've been in a group and I like just kind of forgot about like work stress or any type of life stress, and I was just like having a good time. Cause that happens when you're drunk, I guess. Yeah, you it, had a great time. I went. We went to a petting zoo. The zoo, the zoo, was fun. <laughs> yeah, they, it, was, they, it was really nice. They had those little chickens. Oh, they were like they cats. felt like cats. Yeah, they looked like little cats and they felt like cats. They had big poofy black heads. They were very cute. What was my favorite? I'm trying to think of what my the favorite big sheep, animal was. The big fluffy sheep. Those were nice. Very but soft. Probably dirty as shit. Disgustingly dirty. They had the 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 pony. The pony was, was. He looked sad. I felt bad. Is that for a him. pony or a or an ass? No, they had asses, but there was also a pony by itself. Okay. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Felt very bad for the pony. They had goats. Uh, I looked one right in the face. Goats are so stupid looking. <laughs> they are. They got rectangular pupils. It's so weird. They're odd. Their eyes are like, you know when you were a kid and you drew like a crazy person, you always drew their eyes like one going diagonally, another going like straight off another way. Like goats have those eyes. <laughs> that's, yeah, that, have... that's goats. Yeah, everything was overpriced. I bought a tiny pocket ocarina for like 25 20? bucks. Yeah, I thought 25? I thought you said it was like 20. No, 22. It, was, it was closer to 25. I don't remember. I don't remember can, the exact Can you price. play the do, 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 No, because it only has four holes on it. I don't know how to play one with four holes. I don't know how to play one with four holes. It'll... 
I'm used to one that has six. This had four. And I was and then I played it and it didn't sound good. And I was like, why did I just spend twenty five bucks on that? Well, if you figure out the song, you can play it, go back in time and buy a, buy a better one. That's true, yeah. Well so. they didn't have one with six holes, I asked. I'm like, I'll try out a four hole one and I played it and sucked. You should always get them to play a song on one of them just to see. Yeah, but they're talented at it and she'll be playing like the good the good one, like the she'll one be, good one she made. She'll be playing some Bach. Yeah. And it'll sound fucking beautiful and i'll be like i'll buy one and then she'll show me some dinky little one that has fingerprints like molded into it and hey, shit now it's part of the costume yeah when, when you go next time yeah okay good point um and next time we go to the renaissance fair we're gonna bring our camera and we'll we're, we're gonna try to make a video you there. did bring the camera i did bring the camera but we got too occupied by our drinks and then i forgot to film everything and i actually left my camera with someone that went with us so they still have it but yeah that was the renaissance fair had a good time um all the people that came up to us and said hey Thank you so much. God, there's a really cool guy in line that we talked to about Dungeons and Dragons and shit. Oh, yeah. How he's been doing a game for like the past, what, like since 12 years or so? Yeah, since 2003. Yeah. He's been doing the same game. So, Jesus Christ, 14 years of the same Dungeons and Dragons character. He was character. so cool, too. He was really cool. I always picture like people that are into Dungeons and Dragons like that, like to the extent of carrying a game on for over a decade. I always picture like they'd be this, you know, the stuff that I guess, uh, the Big Bang Theory or Family Guy would make fun of and create a character to her out of, but he was just a normal fucking guy and he was really cool. Yeah, he was he was all dressed up as his character and he was he was real cool. But I mean, like Dungeons and Dragons gets this rep that you always think of it as these like mouth breathing like neck beards, <laughs> yeah. but then like all of our friends play it and it, they're cool people. And none of them have beards. None of them. Well, Aaron has a beard. It's not a beard. That's a goatee. Aaron's got a. You have a beard. Your beard's getting huge. Is it? <laughs> no, it's huge. Yes, it well, is. Well, I wish I could fill in right here. In it, more it's mainly cheek area. It's down here, and I have to always shave because then it starts getting all Amishy looking. It's, get, it's getting a little. Uh, it's creeping into the neck territory. Yeah, careful, I, I always have there. to like shave like that. This what's under my fingers. Yeah, yeah. I wish. Well, I at least you can grow facial hair. You'll grow facial hair. I'm sure one day. I. Here's the thing. I think my face just looks better with facial hair than without. If I decided to grow facial hair, it's going to take me probably three or four months until I actually get to the point where it's like, okay, here's facial hair. It looks good. But up until that point, it's going to look terrible. It's going to be scraggly and just like, I'm going to have to wait for it to fill out and it'll look awful. I would want you to grow out a mustache, shave your head bald, and then wear Aussie glasses all the time. Like the little circular black ones? Yeah. I'd fucking do that. (laughs) You'd look like that would be a look. That would be a fucking Would it work look for, for branding? You. Would I get more popular online? Would people say, look at this guy? Yeah. What a weird what a weird transformation in character that would be. But yeah, this is what he used to look like, and now this is what he looks like Well, now. even going back from when you dyed your hair like bleach blonde. Yeah, like c- c- comparing those two images. <laughs> well, I mean. I'm going to grow a mustache. It, I, I think I made the like biggest just kind of step in less than a month. I went from, oh, yeah. from the stupid blue and purple hair that was... Th- that whole thing, and then I just went bald. You completely shaved your I head. I completely went bald. I remember when I saw it wasn't the- buzzed. No, no, it was not buzzed. You actually shaved. What? Did you just go in the barber and like just all of it off. Yeah, and uh, she was like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yes." Are you sure? Yes. Ryan, what if I bleached my hair and just grew it out and just pushed it back and slicked it back and then grew the mustache instead of going bald? Bleach my hair, grow it, kind of push it back, like. Um, I mean, like Johnny Depp style, and then I get the mustache and I wear those those circular black glasses. Push it back, Johnny Je- Depp style. What do you mean? He has like shaggy hair. Does he? What he has am shaggy I hair of? and like wears a fedora. What? Okay, well, I'm not. Gonna do that. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like the long hair, but you just kind of like push back, like Braveheart. 
you know? Brit. <laughs> oh, you mean like a mullet? No, what are not, you talking? That's not like a mullet. A mullet. No, not a mullet. It's where your hair is kind of equally long, but you just kind of like Donald Trump's son, no. like Eric Trump. No, like no, 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 no. Comb no. back, That's slicking like that. it back. I'm talking about you just kind of like push it back, like like a surfer. You need to wait a while for your hair to gain enough weight. Like I'm in that awkward stage where my hair is just everywhere, like shitty right now, and I'm hoping. Like, I've never gotten to the stage. I don't know if I'll ever get to the stage where, like, my hair would, when it gets long enough, it becomes heavy, and then it starts pulling it down, so then it stops being a big old fucking afro. There's been times where I've wanted to grow my hair out, and then it always happens. Like, a couple weeks into it, I'll be laying in bed and be like, my head is hot. This is heavy. Every time I take a shower, it's extra shampoo. I gotta wait for my hair to dry. I gotta style it more. It's like, just cut it. It's easier. It feels nice. When I went bald, I loved just taking showers and just going, like, touching my head. I'm like, oh, I don't... I I just need to use body wash on my whole body, essentially. <laughs> I don't really need to use shampoo. Shoe oil. Except for, like, my beard, I guess. You shampoo your beard? Uh, Yeah, but not really, like, I don't know. If it drizzles down in there. Yeah, how do you, how do you like, wash facial hair? Do you just, like, scrub it with shampoo? And well, body wash and shampoo just kind of, when you're rinsing yourself off, it just falls into the beard. And so I think it automatically just washes soap and then water. That's true, into that's it. true. When I was a kid, I didn't like using shampoo. Um, cause I, I L'Oreal? Come on. No, no. So you know what I did? I would take a bar of soap and like scrub my hair with it. What? I'm serious. My hair. Why looked really would you greasy. use a bar of soap? I don't know. I just didn't. You didn't like I don't, shampoo? Looking back, I don't know why. I would just take a bar of soap. I guess it was easier. And I would just be like, <laughs> in, my, in my head and, and then wash my hair. And it didn't work. Because soap is not <laughs> made to go in your hair. It's made to not, it's going in your body. Not shampoos for your hair. You know? Yes. Yes. Conditioner. I love the feeling of hair when you put conditioner in your so hair. So soft. But conditioner. I wasn't, I wasn't like, I wasn't trying to say you as in you. I was like you and as in a general you. Yeah, like a like, second person you. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I know you're not, you're not saying you love the feeling of my hair with conditioner. Yeah. You've never touched my hair with conditioner. No. Would you like to touch my hair with conditioner? No. Okay, that's fine, dude. I'm good. Yeah. Sometimes I don't put shampoo in and I just have my hair just washed out with water and shit. I like the feeling of, I think, not greasy, greasy, but there's that little, small amount of grease where your hair becomes, you can style it a little better and it's not as yeah, I know fray and frizzy. It's, yeah, it's not as like soft and fluffy. It's kind of more full and yeah. you can style, totally. You put stuff in your hair too. I don't yeah. put stuff in my hair. Oh, I love putting stuff in my hair. I got, Cause, get a little Because you keep your hair short. I always just kind of, I have long periods of not having haircuts. And you can so, still style your hair even if it's like long. Yeah, when it's long, but it just seems like Well you can kinda like it's a mess. You know, you, I, you I just kinda wear, like I wear rug, hats, run your hand through it. So Yeah. There's if it's gonna make you go bald. My hat? Hats hats make you go bald earlier. Hats make you go bald earlier. They make you lose your hair. Where's that from? I've always heard that. Look it up. Hat, look hats it up. hats will make you lose your Is hair. Is this another one of those dumb little myths? Here, look I'll, I'll I'll look it up right now. Do hats make you go bald quicker? Why would that be? While most experts will agree that wearing a hat daily will not cause you to lose your hair, it can... Co- oh, I guess the first sentence proved me wrong. <laughs> okay. I, I, I was told that a long time ago. It um, said wow, so it may have a second part that kind of is like, it still may... Oh, cause- yeah, let's see. It can cause problems for those who are already losing their hair due to male pattern baldness in oh. jeans. Okay. So if you start balding, take that hat off, give your head some air, get a wig maybe. If you went bald, would you... Uh, if you started balding, would you just shave it all? Shave what? Your hair. Yeah. <laughs> Would you shave it all? Shave what? What are we talking about? <laughs> Your hair, I guess. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Because 
I don't know. I think I could do the whole bald beard thing. I don't think I could. I think I, I'm too uh, I'm too thin of a dude, and my head is kind of small, so I would just People look- would always look at you and go, see, all of us aren't as unlucky as that, <laughs> as that, as that, as that poor kid. He's, he's what? Only He's only in his, like, teens? And, and, he, and he's going through so much. People, I'd, I'd shave my head, and people would walk by me in the street and be like, keep fighting. Well, movie news. Have you ever, are you ready for movie news, Matt? I'm ready for movie news. Movie news. Jurassic World 2 is going to have a, like a little submarine scene. Okay. Jurassic World 2. So there's going to be, so there's a good chance there could be a megalodon, and I would fucking love that. A megalodon? Or one of those like underwater dinosaurs that could, okay. They already showed the underwater dinosaur in the first Jurassic World. Okay, well, what, what do you think is going to happen? There's two options of scenes that could take this. It could be they have a dinosaur on the submarine, which breaks loose on the submarine. That'd be pretty scary. Or it could be the submarine fighting some big dinosaur thing. I, it's not one of those submarines. It's like, you know, like the James Cameron. The little James Cameron pod. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like, I think it'll be more like a James Cameron pod or like the spy kids thing from the first spy kids when they had that extra guppy when they had, yeah, the guppy when they had that extra scene where they went through like the sharks or something. Oh yeah. It did scare the shit out of me when I was young. I fucking, I'm terrified of submarines though. So I'm serious. Submarines are, I don't know why they scare the ever living shit out of me. Well, anything big in water. Like like a like a whale like I don't know like whales aren't scary in general but if I was in the water in like a fucking kayak and I see a whale just kind of like going underneath me I'd feel this eerie sense of just like foreboding doom. I think everyone would. That's terrifying. I don't know if submarines are scary because they're big in water or if they're just like, dude, the shape of submarines scares me. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what it is. I look at them. Same with blimps. Blimps scare the shit out of me. And planes are big, and I get eerie. And it's eerie when, like, planes are not flying, but when they're landed and you're looking up at them and shit. So, actually, I I saw, I found a subreddit recently devoted to that. It's called Megalophobia, where it's just pictures of really big things. And and when I see them, it induces this feeling of, like, oh, like this eerie shudder feeling. Okay. The size definitely plays a part, but do you feel there's also the other part where it's, like, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. I don't know. They're aggressively shaped, like they're f- they're sh- they're phallically shaped. Because like in in uh, Ridley Scott's Alien movie, there's a lot of phallic imagery, which is supposed to be very aggressive and like just protru- like something really? protruding into something else, and it like makes people because it's just, it makes people feel uh, like someone's violated into their space, violated. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's exactly what why he did it. And so like I'm wondering if the shapes of these things, like a plane or a blimp or a submarine, like you were talking about. If they're big, but they're also phallic shaped, so they also seem like aggressive and like, dude, I've never thought of that. Oh my god, like, like maybe a big phallic thing is just like creepy. Yeah. Why? Why? Wait. Well, why would it be creepy though? I'm trying to put my I don't know wrap my brain around that. Just, just brain shit, dude. Some reason's just fucking scary. I, I can understand why it being big would be scary, but like if you see a giant teddy bear, you you probably. Would be too scared of it. Well, if it was big enough, it would give you that eerie feeling. If it was, if it was one of those stupid teddy bears in a horror movie, that's like that's okay. Sorry, sorry. One off note: horror movies that have like scary dolls or scary looking toys and shit. Ding dong! Recently, he said how to make an indie horror game one hundred and one was like take something not normally scary and fun and innocent, and then make it scary. Ooh, that's what they do nowadays. It's like look, it's a it's a children's doll that's scary, or look, it's it's Chuck E. Cheese, but it's scary. It's like a Furby, and then they make it scary. Yeah. Which they, they did that. Indie horror games suck nowadays. Or maybe I just don't have a good opinion. Horror is such a 
It's a genre that doesn't get a lot of attention because it mostly produces shit. But when something good comes out of the horror genre, it's really, really good. Like, think of The Shining. Like, that's yeah. a classic. Yes. Like, stuff like that. And like, then- horror can either be very campy and stupid, or it can be, like, very philosophic. Like, it can make you think. It can, uh, it can point out fears that otherwise might not have been there. I feel like there's two classes categories two categories of a uh, horror movies you know versus the endless sea of they make 30 of them a year of those cheesy jump scare movies where Annabelle it's like two, they're in a house and there's the something con- there's something wrong with the house insidious and, two the conjuring two annabelle two and then they show yeah they always make sequels lights out too they show all the jump scares in the trailer and it's the you know it's the typical thing it'll get quiet and then <gasps> And then it gets quiet. That's what I really liked about um, Phoenix Forgotten. Because I don't think there was a single jump scare in the whole movie. But there were still those parts where you, it was suspenseful. And oh, yeah, felt, yeah, yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. There weren't any huge... From what I remember, there weren't any huge jump scares. I think there was like a small one. The fear doesn't come from the jump scare. The jump scare isn't I feel scary. Like I, I feel like it's, it's a the cheap... suspense leading up to the jump scare that's really should be focused on. But... Directors don't really focus on the suspense. They focus more on the jump scare, which is not what's scary because the jump scare lasts two seconds. You're over it. But the suspenseful part that can last like five to ten minutes. And then if there's no jump scare at the end of it, then people are still sitting there and it's still weighing down on them. Yeah, I feel like jump scares are a cheap tactic to get people scared and to get that adrenaline rush. And then it goes away. But if you the do movies boring, get the audience. Yeah, the really audience. Just jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. But if you do something that uses like real fear, mm-hmm. like a scene where it's just dread and suspense the whole time. You feel awful. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's, I, I think that's way more impactful than a quick jump scare, a bunch of quick jump scares because you walk out of the theater and you forget about it later on. You're maybe you'll remember for a little bit. It's like, Oh, that was scary. Cause you know how the jumps, well, but if you got, if you got something that's just gives you that dread, that's what you take home. You you remember that feeling of dread. I remember seeing certain movies that gave you that like awful dread and it's years ago, and still to this day, when I think back, I feel it because it, it like, impacts you. It's actually scary. Horror kind of works the same as sexual tension. <laughs> How, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I totally if agree. If you blow your load, then you're just, you're, you're over it, and then you're done. And then it would take another buildup of suspense. You gotta to, get that scary to, foreplay, man. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. Horror movies, they gotta get the foreplay going. They gotta build it up. They gotta build it up, and, so, and you know, they don't need to, like you know, get you off all the time. They need to tease you a little. They got to get you there. And then, you Stroke know, you close enough to, to the big climactic moment. And then, and then hey, take, then a, let take it a breather. Simmer. Let it simmer let it a simmer, bit. you know. Maybe even to the next scene. And then the scene after that, and then they're like, nothing happened. And then something happens again. You're like, it's definitely going to happen this and time. And then she's stroking again. She starts stroking again. And finally, you're going to blow your load. Yeah. But, but you know. Do but I, it doesn't end in like this big, like, like, oh, okay, it's over now. You blow your load and you feel good for the rest like, of the man. day. And you're like, wow, that was worth it. That was a great load blow because it was built up so much. And, you know, I'm not going to get a hooker and walk into a Motel 6. And the moment well, I open You're not going to get a hooker regard like Well, yeah, but I'm I'm not going to get a hooker and go into a Motel 6 and the moment I open the door I blow my load and leave. That's, that's, that's no fun. There's got to be people who do that. Like the hooker knocks on the door, the guy opens the door, and then he just comes on her, throws money at her, then slams the door. No, like, "Thank you." I thought you were going to say there's got to be a dude out there. That gets he gets a hooker and he's so excited and nervous that the moment he hears the knock on the door he just comes his pants. <laughs> it's like, oh god, I'm so nervous. 
Oh, no. And he just comes and, it, and he's like, never mind. Um, uh, do you want to watch a movie? You still want to fuck? Uh, no. Do you got Skinamax? You got Skittles? Uh, man, I love Skittles. Only the sour ones. I can't taste regular Skittles ever since the acidy cum melted my tongue. Well, there what? And what, ha- what happened? There you have it, folks. That was a true story. You know, Ryan, on the, on the topic of, of scares and horror, you gave me a really big adrenaline rush that scared the ever-living shit out of me, Ryan. But it's not like I just jump out and I'm like, boo! No. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, everyone. I'm Devin Werkheiser. I'm Lindsay Shaw. And I'm Daniel Curtis Lee. And we are the hosts of Ned's Ned's Declassified Declassified Podcast Survival Survival Guide. Guide. Ever wonder what happened to Ned Mose and Cookie? Well, we're back. We helped you guys survive middle school. And now we're helping you survive adulthood. On Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide, we are re-watching episodes. Bringing you special guests like Coconut Head and Janitor Gordy. And catching up on the last 15 years. We're talking about everything from dating mishaps. To mental health and maintaining friendships. And asking the question, how? do we survive adulthood? Maybe we don't always have the answers. But we're going to figure it out together. Come join us. So pause that podcast you're listening to and subscribe to Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> you did something that left an impact on me. I, 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 Whenever I scare someone, I try to make an impact. And w- Explain what happened. From your perspective, from your from Matt's point of view, this is what happened. Okay, it's probably a, like eleven thirty at night, midnight. I'm sitting in my room and I'm on my computer, you know, just listening to some music, enjoying myself. Um, I'm by myself, got my door shut or it was cracked at least, and my my computer is on the same wall as my door, so out of my peripheral vision, I can see the door. Like on a line segment. The two dots, one's the door, one's you. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. The end of the line. So out of the very corner of my eye, I can see the door. So I'm sitting there doing my thing. And all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see a big burst of movement. And I, I look. And the first thing I see is just dead on, directly facing me. Ryan, completely naked, charging at me as fast as he can. <laughs> not saying a word, not yelling or anything. Just doop, 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 doop. It's fully naked. And it made me, I, a legitimate scream. I went, I was like, ah! Yeah, you were like, ah! Scared the shit out of me because it's just unexpected. The reason, okay, the, let me explain why I, I did it in that way. It's because I'm not going to just go, boo! It's not fun. I want to surprise you. 
But a way to also get that flight, you know, fight or flight sense out of you is to scramble your brain, make you confused. Yeah. It's like, what, how do I react to this specific thing? If it's you jumping out and going, boo, my brain instantly just puts it all together and, you know, I have a millisecond of fear, but then my brain's like, oh, he just, it's Ryan just saying boo. If it's something like this, my brain can't put it together. You got a loud noise of the door that goes, boo, so it startles you a little bit. You look over, then you just see this mass running at you at full speed. But not only that, this mass is naked. I register the nudity and it's just, then you, (laughs) it's, it's, it's just a huge, my brain can't piece it together as fast as a regular jump scare. So I'm just, it's unexpected, it's scary, it's abnormal, and it's running right at me. I'll do that thing like where, uh, I think I did this one time where uh, you were at your computer, you were like over at your bed or something. Oh, God. And like I went in your dorm, for, your door frame, and I just kind of laid down, and, or like I kneeled down, and I put my head like parallel like this, like look, I like just was doing that yeah, and, just sta- your head and just staring door. at you. And there's something about when you're looking around a room at uh, still objects, and then you make eye contact with something that you didn't expect. Like it sends a jolt through your system. Like yeah, because no your brain is flatlined. It's everything is normal, and then you see something, and it's another thing. It's not like a jump scare where you're jumping out and scaring me. It's just it's it plays on the fear of something's not right. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. Your brain just sees something and instantly goes, "That's not right. Something's off. How the fuck do I react? This might be a life or death situation." Yeah, because like that part of your brain, you know, if you saw any other person but me in your room like that, it would be a it would be a fight or flight instance. Like yeah, it would be. It would be um, okay for you to feel that way. And when, but when I see you, like, my brain doesn't instantly recognize it's you. I think my brain just <laughs> yeah. instantly goes, "There's someone that's not right." <laughs> yep. And it's creepy because it was dark outside my door, and you were just standing in the doorway. You weren't saying anything. You weren't going like, "Hey, Matt." Uh, blah blah blah. It was just your face staring at me. And you've done that so many times. You always will come in my room, and I won't notice you come in, and I'll you'll hide just, somewhere. You'll too. stand there, like by like. It won't be at the door. You'll walk deeper into my room and stand. And then 30 seconds go by and I look around my room and I see you and you're just there. And I'm not expecting it. And it, it's the same reason. You remember those videos? It was a trend where people would put cucumbers behind cats and yeah. they would like freak out. And it's like, cats are scared of cucumbers. <laughs> they're not scared of cucumbers. It's because they, they're not, their sense of like personal, you know, safety was broken because all of a sudden this thing is there. It's the same thing, which apparently that's really bad for cats. It like really stresses them out. The of cucumber course, thing, of course. So don't do that to your cat, unless you're an asshole. You you've done that so many times. Another time you did it, I went to go take the trash out, and I'm by myself, throw the trash down the trash chute, walking back to the apartment, and I'm I'm singing out loud to myself because there's no one else <laughs> around. So I'm just kind of like, <laughs> I hear you singing, and I'm like, okay. And so Ryan goes and he hides behind a like a post. And I'm just walking, and right as I walk up, he just steps out from behind the post. Doesn't say anything, doesn't quiet, jump out, just, just, just silently steps out while looking at me. But I step out, like, rapidly. And you're looking like right quickly, at me. quickly, yeah. yeah. And, and I just, <laughs> I screamed, and I, I almost fell down. I kind of, like, dropped down a little bit. It's like all of these moments are missing that horror sting. The, yeah, like, the a, like a strings, <laughs> like, sing. Yeah, yeah. Really scared the shit out of me. I wonder if that's the same, exact same feeling deep down that, like an animal will get, like a zebra out in the Serengeti will get when he sees a tiger charging at him or something. Yeah, it was the it was the same feeling uh, uh, a while ago um, when I was in my room, uh, you know, doing nothing, bothering no one. My door was maybe uh, I think it was closed, and uh, I was I was masturbating. All right, and uh, and uh, I think you like knocked or something. I was like I'm busy. And then you and we were, you, you were living with Daniel and I at the time, and then you told. 
Daniel, hey, go 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 run into Ryan's room. I said, go run into Ryan's room and scare him. Yeah, and so he, he didn't so know he, you were jerking so, off. So he so he bursts into the room. <laughs> I'm masturbating, and all of a sudden he he didn't expect it. So this was a prank on like this, the two yeah. of us. And so he runs. He like runs and goes ah. And then as he's screaming, he realizes what I'm doing, and I'm looking at him. <laughs> yeah. and he goes ah, and then he like just, continues to just run back out of the room. And I'm like, uh, what the fuck. I was uh, mad, and like you were like, you, uh, he knew you were doing that. I got you both, dude. I <laughs> yeah. was like, Daniel, go just run in. <laughs> that like, was a like, good one. Uh, no, I filmed that it because I said I was like, here, I'm gonna film it. Just go run in and scare Ryan. He's like, okay, this will be funny. <laughs> I, I'm the only one that knows you're masturbating. He doesn't know. You don't know that that's just about to happen. <laughs> no. Nope. He runs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I don't have that video anymore. I wiped my phone ages ago. It was on there, but in the video. <laughs> You it's got just, me in the I video. I did, I did. It's a quick motion blur, and I remember I froze the frame. It's, it's you It's you laying in bed, fully naked, and it's a, it's a blur of sheets being thrown over yourself. You got, you got your hands, like, down around that area, and you got your hands quickly pulled the sheets up, and it's just your face, and you look like a deer in headlights. And it's just, it's the most motion-blurred, shaky picture. Because it's not, it's not only, like, it, that not only scared me because someone burst into my room when I'm, like, when you're masturbating, you're at probably, like, the most vulnerable, vulnerable you'll yeah. be. Like, you're more vulnerable than when you're taking a shit. I'm always scared you're going to walk in. Like, like, even if no one's home, I'm like, fuck. Because there's that point during when your brain is, like, it blocks out everything else. And they walk in. It's the same thing. As, as earlier, you know, like, you are you are in a certain zone, and your brain's not... You're in the fucking zone, yeah, you're, dude. Dude, you're not expecting something to come in and invade that space. You're yeah. not, like, you are fully calm into in, in a certain, you know, like, mode. You're not expecting someone to be there or to come in. Like, when I'm at my computer, and you charge my room naked, I'm in I'm in the zone. I'm not <laughs> expecting my zone to be broken You're in a by different that. state. Like, yeah. The reality that I forced upon you was not even... You, was I didn't not even remotely, consider that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Jinx, you owe me a, uh, a big old Coke. There's one in the fridge. As soon as we're done recording, I'll go grab it. I can't drink a Coke. It's bad. I, I'd forgotten about that. That's really funny. I wonder if I can dig that up somewhere. No, I think all my files got deleted. That's unfortunate. That sucks. No, I think I gave Daniel my phone and I said, go film Ryan. Yeah, he, I didn't film. He filmed. He ran yeah. in and filmed. So it's very shaky. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was in the other room and I just, I listened to, oh! <laughs> It's just such an invasion of both of our privacy. I'm sorry, <laughs> it was funny though. It's a good. Dude, it's a good story to tell. I'll tell it to my kids. It's even it's though what, I'll never have kids. Ryan, it was one of those things. It was one of those moments where I was, I was presented two roads, two options. You know, it's like I could respect Ryan's personal space and let him masturbate, or I could prank both of my friends and have this a memory. I chose to. I fucking love pranks, dude. I love pranking people. You know what? After- I'm not afraid to take it to an extreme, and I will get. See, my I, I always think that. that, but like sometimes I do little shit to you, and like I feel like you 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 get annoyed, and so I'm like I'm no. I'm not sure like if I should go the extra mile because I because I want to. I can, dude. I can, but do- I'm afraid of the other part is if I go the extra mile. You're like a fucking super villain when it comes to your pranks. You go all out, so like I'm not even sure that's a door I want to like open. Really, here's the thing, Ryan. I can take pranks because I dish them out, so <laughs> yeah. I realize. What happens to me, even if I haven't done anything to you, you do it. It's like, well, the universe is getting me back for putting the hentai club posters up for my friend Christian. Yeah. Shit like that. Because Christian's never going to get you back. I, Christian doesn't he's deserve any of He's never going to get shit. you back. Christian does not deserve any of the shit we give him. But, but it's but he, fun. But he's always like, huh, just, that's just Matt. 
And you know what? I, I do not deserve a friend like Christian who has put up with this much shit. So Christian, if you're listening, you're a wonderful man. You don't deserve any of this. You almost made him drink your piss. <laughs> All right. I'll tell that story yeah, now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so like, so people were thinking like, oh yeah, I can see he's bullying Christian, the hentai poster, all that shit. But tell this story. Well, Matt. no, this is one time I gave I I, I gave Christian mercy. I, had mercy <laughs> I gave him mercy mainly okay. because I knew the repercussions of what would happen if I didn't. <laughs> so I was dry. I was driving for a couple hours from Charleston to Columbia, going back to school, and Christian was my roommate. Um, I was on a road trip. Had to take a pee pee. Had a Gatorade bottle. Just filled dr- it with just piss. Drain the fucking lizard, dude. Dude, I drained the main vein right into that Gatorade bottle. Had a big Gatorade bottle of piss. I had to throw it away. So. Um, I, I, I guess I just put it in my backpack or whatever. I get back inside. I'm unpacking. I find the Gator bottle of piss. I'm like, I got to throw this away. And I was like, wait a second. You know what? I'm just going to stick this in the fucking fridge because <laughs> it looks like Gatorade. <laughs> so I open the fridge and I stick it in there and I just leave it. And you know what? My plan was I was like, Christian's going to find it and maybe he'll take a sip. And uh, we're all in my room, me and my friend Jackson, Christian, um, a few days later. And Christian looks in the fridge. He's like, oh, dude, Gatorade. And he pulls it out, and he's like, hey, can I have some of your Gatorade? And <laughs> Jackson and I looked at each other. We, we knew we knew it was time. <laughs> it was time. And I was like, yeah, man, go for it. And he opens it up, and he goes, wait a second. <laughs> and he sniffs. He goes, nope, that's Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen? I don't piss know. Has a distinct smell. I, I like, don't know. Piss is used to mark territory. It's, it's used... It's pheromones. It has a scent. It's, it's used Strong to identify scent. people and, and shit like that. Piss can it, piss is probably one of the maybe not human, but like cat piss. Like piss is one of the strongest scents. I think what it was was just the leftover remnants of the Gatorade in the bottle made it smell like Gatorade. So he sniffs and goes, "Wait a second. Yep, that's Gatorade." <laughs> He's about to bring it to his lips, take a big <laughs> swig, and I, I just had to say, "I was like, Christian, don't." And that's piss. His reaction is going to spit it on me, and he's going to pour the piss all over me. Yep. It's going to be on the floor. It's going to be on my computer desk. I don't want that. So, I, and you know, I didn't want my friend Christian to drink my piss. Well, you did, but I you did. didn't want to totally face the did. repercussions so, of uh, drinking your piss. What I did instead was um, I took the bottle of piss, and I uh, went to another friend's room and just stuck it in his fridge, and I never heard anything about it after that. No. Apparently, though, I don't know the validity of this. I did hear something happen with his roommate regarding the piss. What? Well, what was the, what 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 was it? Huh? I I don't know the specifics. I just know that something with that bottle of piss and his roommate ended up happening. I don't know if he took a sip or if he sniffed it, and realized it was piss, and was like, "Why is there piss in my fridge?" <laughs> but uh, he I, I, you know what, dude? Hold on. I, I'm gonna text my friend, and and see if see if anything ever happened. And I will get back to this later on in the podcast. Anyway, speaking of. Things we do on every podcast, Ryan. Let's give this week's Ming update. Ming is still in prison or wherever she's gone. Still not back. Sorry, guys. Miss her. Sorry. Miss you, Ming. Please come home. Uh, We should write a ballad like Ming Come Home. We should put her on skim milk cartons. <laughs> Ming. <laughs> well, uh, I don't I don't know where she is, man. She's gone. Oh, I got, I got something to talk about. What? I'm going to Japan because I was just there visiting my boy Christian. Um, my boy Chris Chan. My boy Chris Chan. Uh, burned but- two houses down, went to Japan, bought another one. We'll see how this one turns out, folks. Hell yeah. By the way, um, speaking of Christian, the guy who has had the short end of the stick in my shit giving my whole life, um, he has been doing a vlogging series on his channel about his time in Japan. He has three episodes out right now. 
I'm in all three of them. Uh, go check him out. I'll put the link down in the description. He's a wonderful dude. Does not deserve the shit I give him. Go check out his videos. Give him a like. Give him a subscribe. Don't go saying any stupid gay shit like yes, 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 daddy likes on his videos. And uh, yeah, go check him out. They're fun. He, he's, he's having fun making these videos. Matt, and then what? Did you just use gay as a negative? Yes, I did. And I'll do it again. I didn't know I was sitting next to a Nazi. Well, I guess you are. Anyway, uh, when I go back to Japan in June, we're going to film some more together. Um, there's this thing in Japan where you can dress up like Mario Kart characters and drive around Tokyo in little Mario Karts in traffic and shit. So we're going to go do that. In traffic? Yeah. Well, last time I was there, I was just we're, – we're, I was in uh, Shibuya, and I looked out the – Shibuya roll call. Shibuya? <laughs> Shibuya, dude. Sha, sha, Shibuya. Anyway, uh, I saw just three people dressed up as Yoshi, Mario, and Luigi just driving down the street with the rest of the cars in little Mario karts. And I was like, well, I'm in Japan. <laughs> you got to you gotta do that. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have fun when I go to Japan. I'm going to bring uh, – <laughs> Oh, well, speaking of Mario Kart, I got a gripe. What do you, what do you have? What, what's making you Real laugh? Real quick, my, my friend texted me back, and he said, I throated that, fam. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, did you take a sip? Okay, if he really did, I'm going to call him and we're going to interview him about this. Okay, okay. okay? But uh, go back to Mario Kart. Why are we talking about Mario I, Kart? I'm, I'm mad that you're, you're Diddy mad? Kong wasn't added to the, to the cast of characters. Oh, yeah, because in the last week, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Deluxe for the Switch came out. I haven't gotten it yet, um, but you got it. Of course. And you said it's super fun. I, well, it's Mario Kart 8, but better. Yeah, I don't think there's any way Mario Kart cannot be fun. Mario Kart is always going to be fun. Chris hates Mario Kart. Yeah, I he don't says it's unfair. Why. I don't think it's. Un- I think well, just like Mario Party, that's kind of like the name of the game. It's supposed to be this like battle. Yeah, you- sometimes it's unfair. This one race I did last night. Um, I was in first place. I got hit with a red shell, then a blue shell, then another red shell, then a green shell, and then I slipped on a banana pill. Then I got hit by a green shell again, and that all happened at the last half of the last lap. Yeah, I, I so, guess, and I, it fucked me over, and I got into fifth. I guess when Chris says it's unfair, I mean, it is unfair because you can be in first the whole time and get fucked over at the last second. But in my opinion, that makes it kind of fun yeah. in a way because yeah, it's fun to fuck other people over, but it's not fun to be fucked over. But because it's, give and take. because it's random and anyone get fucked over, it also means anyone else has the ability to also be randomly fucked over in the last lap. Yeah, but the thing is, if if you're in first place a lot, you tend to get a lot more shit and you don't have as many items to defend yourself. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I got to get Mario Kart 8. It's apparently on Amazon. It's the best-selling game of the year already. It only came out. It came out this weekend. We're recording this on a Sunday. And it, uh, hooray for not procrastinating, recording it at the very last minute possible. Yay! Yay! Yeah! But we're actually, we want to do um, more podcasts in the future. We like them. As in, like, we want to start increasing the number of episodes. Um, right now, things are busy, but it, it's on the horizon. We would like to... Ultimately, the goal is to release more than one episode of our podcast a week. We'd love to release two a week, maybe three if we're having a good week and we feel like we can get that time in. As we um, said, we've been enjoying this type of stuff more than the gaming yeah. side of things because I think you and I are kind of delving into gaming. We're, we're enjoying it more as a hobby than doing it for the channel. Yeah, definitely. And so I'm, I'm, we're still going to do gaming stuff, but uh, it's not going to be the main focus. Yeah, uh, um, and we do want to do more live action, except thank you, Adpocalypse, for, for – no, my friend said, nah, lol, I'm just busting your balls. He didn't take a sip. Never mind. But uh, Your friend's an asshole. My, he's 
Steve he just wanted to, he just wanted shit. attention. He just wanted your attention because because you're, you're a big famous man. He's uh, he's an Indo Chinaman. Ew. So yeah, from Vietnam. Are you Vietnamese and listening to this? Are you offended by me saying Indo China? Please let me know in the comments. Please. Am I being politically incorrect? I am sorry. I don't know what There's I said. And I don't recognize Taiwan as a as a sing, as a soul. State. As an independent yeah, as an state? independent state. Well, it's not. It never will be. No. It belongs to China. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're on. Chinese. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Taiwanese. No, oh, no. no, come You're on. You're Chinese. You're Chinese, just like the rest of them. There's a lot of people that don't get the sarcasm. Yeah. And dryness in some of our delivery. Yeah. Which I, I guess I could understand could be confusing. because we're such gifted comedians and such good actors that they just can't tell. That is true. We are very good actors. You know what we need, Ryan? We need a sound effect to play that represents sarcasm. So after we say something, like about Taiwan or just some stupid shit that we're obviously being sarcastic about, it goes like, doom, doom, just like to show that we're being sarcastic. Can it be that, like, you know in, like, uh, those Asian shows, how they have that guy that goes, oh! The echoey one? Yeah. Yeah, all right, that's the sound. Uh, <laughs> okay. So from here on out in the podcast, guys, anytime we're being sarcastic, we're going to uh, play that sound. Have you ever wanted to buy a gun, Matt? Uh, yeah, dude, because I love shooting people. No, but like, could you ever see yourself owning a gun? In actuality? Mm-hmm. No. I don't think so. I don't, because here's here's the thing. I don't feel like I need a gun. I don't have a reason for a gun. If I got a gun, I'd probably end up wanting to take lessons on how to shoot it and stuff. I'm just not interested in having a gun. And also, I'm on top of, of that, other people like I see too many videos on the internet where I'm like, if that person had a gun, yeah, I just don't want to fucking have to carry a gun around everywhere. That I know, I know, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to, but then in my head, like, I'm probably never actually going to go out and own one. But in my head, can you get a gun with a criminal record? No, can't get a gun. I don't think you can get a with gun any with any form a, of criminal with record. A criminal record. Um, what about a dank ass YouTube channel? <laughs> Woo! I don't know some 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 things like shoplifting. I'm sure you could still get a gun. Like, what if what if but it's you, like a then you upgrade a misdemeanor to armed theft? It's probably if you have a felony on your record, you can't get a gun. I feel like yeah. a misdemeanor, you'd still be able to get a gun. If well, we live in California. If you're on the no fly list, you can't get a gun. Yeah. If you are, how do you get on the no fly list? Uh, you get on someone's bad side, or you blow something up. <laughs> is the United guy on a no fly list? No, he's on a free flights for life list. He is he. I guarantee. First class free flights he for just, life. He just got paid a, a settlement from United, and I don't think they disclosed the number, which you know what that means. It means it's fucking massive. It means someone would kill him if they found out the amount. He, that guy that got punched on the United flight and dragged off. He didn't get punched. Did he? I thought the whole thing was he got like his lip he, busted. Yeah, but he got, I, he was yanked from the seat, and the force of him being yanked let him face first into one of the armrests. Ooh, wow. Yeah. That's gotta hurt. You can well, see it in the video, like his face just goes in the, into one of the armrests. Well, he uh, he is a multimillionaire now. I guarantee it. So he was a doctor beforehand, so it's not like it's news to him. Yeah. Well, not all doctors are rich, Ryan. He was an Asian doctor, though. He's very rich, then. <laughs> Love that sound, dude. Sounds like something that would be in WarioWare. It is in WarioWare. Okay. It's in WarioWare all the time. Did you already know that? Huh? Did you already know that? I the thing is, I've only played one WarioWare game. I only played the one for the DS. So like, I had the sneaky suspicion that that sound effect was in it because it just whenever I thought. Here's the thing. You know those moments where you, th- like, I thought of the sound effect, and then I thought of WarioWare, but I didn't know if the sound was in it. It's just yeah. my brain had that connection already. Made that little connection. Yeah. You know what? My favorite WarioWare game, it's kind of a, it's kind of a tie. It's between 
WarioWare Twisted for the Game Boy Advance. That's the one that has the motion pack in, mm-hmm. built into the Game Boy cartridge. You were and playing you, recently. I yeah, I had, you want to try playing it? I got it in my room. It sure. is fucking... That, I, I beat it in a day. That dim-ass screen of yours. Yeah, it's so dim because it's the original Game Boy Advance. I had one of those packs for a, like a Pokemon pinball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Super fun. You should try it out. Uh, I'd love to play it on the channel, but I don't know any way to emulate WarioWare Twisted because it's a motion game. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I figure out a way, I'd love to play it. And WarioWare Smooth Moves for the Wii... Very fun. I mean, they're all fun. I, mm, I mean, there's there's some that haven't been the most fun. Uh, more recently, they haven't made a good one in a while. Uh, but the with Switch? the Switch, yeah, they can make a really good WarioWare game for the Switch. It's got a lot of different ways to play. You know, you can use the. It's got motion controls, touchscreen, all sorts of shit, accelerometer. Like, I I feel like they could make a really fun WarioWare game. There's this indie game that I was interested in uh, playing. It was like Comico. What is it called? Yeah. Uh, com- Comico? Yeah, it just looks like a fun little kind of switch guess, pixel art slash slash game. Hack and I don't know. Slash, I don't know. We will. It, it's, let's it's, start playing. It has channel. like the over. It, it has the viewpoint of like an old Zelda game. I wouldn't mind playing that game. Uh, just trying it on the channel. See, see what's like. It looks fun. It seems like an easy game to talk over. That's the problem. Is like when doing let's plays. It's you know, there's two sides to it. There's the side of reacting to the game, talking about the game, and it's the side of just having regular conversation. If it's a really hard game, it's hard to find comedy in it because, minus rage, it's really hard to find comedy because it takes up a lot of brain power. So having regular conversation is kind of killed out. I told and, you, like, my the thing about uh, the two halves of a Let's Play when you're playing a game, usually, like, the first half or, like, a first portion will be just kind of, like, conversation because the game's easy. Like, let's go with Billy Hatcher, Destroy All Humans, I guess. Um, the game's pretty easy. And then in the latter half of the game or the last portion of the game, since it becomes harder, yeah. the, the let's play becomes more about the gameplay because you're sitting there focusing and getting mad yeah. at the game and shit like that. I totally agree. Minus, I think, Cattle and Mossy. We... Well, chill games like that, I mean, they don't have uh, that structure. They don't hard, have yeah. the structure of continuously trying. I get, It doesn't get more hard. It's just you, 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 you have to get a... It, would you say that the difficulty is raising when you have to make a bigger ball, or is it just yeah. like a fun new level? I'd say Katamari definitely gets harder. I think I've just played it a lot, so yeah, it's not too it's hard not, for me. It's made it's it's made to not be hard. Essentially, yeah, it's made to just be chill and fun. Um, but games like we played, like Billy Hatcher, Blood on the Sand, um, those those were hard, and those those got really hard and really bad. I wouldn't even say Blood on the Sand was hard. It was just bullshit. Yeah. Did you see someone posted on our subreddit an interview with Fifty Cent? He put helicopters in the game because his son wanted them. So the reason those god-awful helicopter boss battles, like, what, five or six of them? Yeah, remember we were joking. <clears throat> if you haven't seen our Blood on the Sand series, we played it. It's a 50-cent game. We goes to the Middle East we to do fight Ding Dong and Julian. Yeah, we play with Ding Dong and Julian. It's like an 11-part series on our channel. Go watch it. It's one of my favorite series we've ever done. Um, but it was riddled with these shitty fucking helicopter fights. There was nothing new. Every boss fight, they'd get in a helicopter, and Ryan would have to shoot a rocket launcher at a helicopter, and it was bullshit. And then... It kept happening, and we're like, wow, there cannot be another helicopter fight in this game. There'd be another one. There'd be three more. Yep. The final boss battle, it's like, wow, we finally, you know, we shot like a million people. This has been better because it's not, you know, a helicopter fight. Lo and behold, a helicopter fight happens, and we found out it's because his son wanted them in the game. So that's Game Design 101. If your son wants something in the game, do it. If I, I'm trying to think about that. If I got to play as my dad in a, like, an Apache helicopter <laughs> shooting people... I would I would love the game automatically. Like if it was to the Someone's qual- going to make that now. They're going to make a game where you play as your dad in a helicopter shooting people. <laughs> I'd love it, dude. 
What if what if they had that like face scan system that uh what what game had that was it a Tony Hawk game that had a face scan thing where you could put your face in the game and it yep. was terrible yeah there was and, well I think they do that for like football game like a sports wrestling game games too and stuff yeah. like that too There's one they should we should make a game where you can scan your face your dad's face in and uh, anyone's dad and then you could get in a helicopter and shoot people but it would be still on the fifty cent character model so it would be a black body <laughs> and with a white face graft onto it. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, you know, Fifty didn't have any white friends in that. How come? Uh, how come Marshall wasn't in the game? Why weren't we in the game? That's what I'm saying. What if he just put us in the game? Like they released a DLC update for no reason, and we were in the game. Since you guys gave us such a push, and we and we uh, sold millions of copies due to your funny, hilarious, su- su- successful, well-written let's play. Uh, Do you hold on? Do you think we helped that game sales at all by playing that? Do you no. think anyone went out and bought it? No, someone did. No, at least one per- Ryan, mm-hmm. one person. That's no. over 100,000 views. One not, person went out there and bought it. Not one. Yeah, one person did. One person probably went back and played it, but I don't think anyone went out of their way to go buy it. I feel like we gave 50 Cent a little bit of money. Okay, down in the comments, if you went out and bought the game, say so, even though it's the internet and you have anonymity or whatever that word is. You're anonymous, so you could lie. The real question, Ryan, is rice or puke? Uh uh, it was uh, it was Indian rice. Finn Wolfhard said it's puke. Well, Finn he said know without shit. a doubt it's puke. No, with not without a doubt. He said he said you are a fucking idiot if you think that's rice. Finn doesn't know shit. He's a Finn little knows boy. shit. He's a little boy. He hasn't grown. He up. He does know shit. He needs to grow up, put on some sweatpants, hike him up, and then go out into the real world Finn, and don't farm listen a little to him. bit. Finn, don't listen. Go to him. Go walk some dogs. Get get a job at your local grocery store. Finn, don't listen to him. It was puke. Just because he's seen fake puke in, in the movies he works on doesn't mean he knows Ryan, he's an see, expert on rice Did you rice see how puke? many people said it was puke over rice? I don't give a shit. Everyone said it was puke I over don't, rice. I don't give a shit, dude. It's not rice. It's puke. Uh, yes, it's puke. I'm sorry. I have not met a single person yet that has said it's rice. Everyone says it's puke. Yeah. Ask anyone around the office. Who, who, are, who are you going around expecting to meet? And then your first conversation going... No, people around the office. They all say it's puke. Everyone says it's puke. Because they don't know shit. What do you mean? You can't just delegitimize someone's argument by saying they don't know shit. Yeah, I can. I just did. Shit. Yeah. God damn it. See how easy that works? It works really well. See, I I can go about still believing my ignorant claim. Dude, that is... And I I don't have to... I don't... And I I still feel good. Isn't that like... That's possibly the worst... I hate when people do that, but it's like the worst arguing tactic. Just to be like, nope. I mean, you you don't know shit. Yeah, it's... Because like... No one like, and for anyone, if you're right, you can't win. For people that are upset, it's yes, it's more than likely puke. It is more than likely vomit. Yes, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> I think like people that use that tactic where it's like even if they know they're wrong, they still you don't know anything. I'm right, and then they like you, you can't win. You cannot win with those people. Oh, that's just called being presidential. I know one way we can find out. I think it's still out there. We could is go. It? Actually, I saw it the other day. It is become gray and it is dried up and very small now some something might have come along and eaten some of it oh god how much money would it take for you to take a spoonful of that and eat it i would not take a million dollars hundred thousand dollars to eat it two hundred thousand hundred thousand would you do it ryan if a guy came up in the comments was like i got a hundred thousand dollar check for ryan if he takes a bite of it okay yeah i'd do it i'd do it too it's a hundred thousand dollars i i'd i'd have i'd straight away vomit it up yeah, and then what we if, then we could compare them. What, yeah. Matt? Can I can I go? How about this? We'll make a video. I'll go eat a bunch of Chinese rice or just a bunch of Look rice. At Mexican rice. I'll yeah, I'll eat a bunch of Mexican rice and then I'll puke it up and we'll see. And 
and we'll dump rice next to it. You got to give it days, though, to sit. Liquidy Indian rice. But here's the thing. We don't know what else that person, if it is vomit, we don't know what else that person ate. We it don't obviously know what... looked like rice pilaf with carrots. It could have had something else in it that we didn't see, though, something of a, of a liquid texture that could have made it congeal, mm-hmm. you know? Like maybe they had some milk and it congealed and made it look more solid. I don't know. We'll never know. I mean, it's too late now. You know, when you think about it, though, like if you if you had Indian rice and you had your whatever uh, sauce, what, what's uh, buttered chicken, let's say. And then, I don't think and it was then, Indian and then, rice. And the, you... the, the grain was too. No, dude, I don't like Indian rice either because the grain is way too long. It's longer than Mediterranean rice. Indian is the I pinnacle of bad rice. It's all rice. rice. It, 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 all dep- it all exists within its own kind of uh, culture thing. So, you know, like. Asian rice goes well with Asian food. I think Mediterranean rice goes well with Mediterranean food. I can tell you actually, I just realized one of the reasons I don't like long grain rice because it tends to be sharper on the ends. I don't like the pokey feeling of it. So I guess one of my reasonings. I mean, I I, I can't judge you on that. I I, Small rice is more round. I can only eat corn on the cob. I can't eat it in a bowl or anything like that. It has to be on a cob. I love corn on the cob. I hate corn in a bowl. I I will gag if I eat a spoonful of corn. But I, I will chow down on some cob. We didn't get any corn at the Renaissance Fair. There's a, there's a, I know. We but should. there's this guy. I think his, he has this thing that opens up at ten. He's called the Corn Man in L.A. and he like puts a bunch of stuff on the corn on the cob. Supposed oh, to be really is it like good. the type that he puts like the ranch stuff, the lime, the chili seasoning, mm-hmm. like in Nacho Libre when he says, "Get that corn out of my face." It's, yeah, I fucking love that scene. Still to this day, it's hilarious <laughs> when the corn goes into the guy's eye. No, <laughs> that part's really funny. But the part when like <laughs> I love that. I, that shocked me when I was little. I was like. I didn't know this movie was going to be violent. They just like walk up to the guys and he's cutting his tires. And it's <laughs> yeah. like a standoff and he just, <laughs> the scene's over. Yep. I know the part when he walks up and Jack Black is standing there and he's all upset. And the, the Mexican guy walks up with the corn. He's like, surprise. And he looks at the corn. He slaps it out of his hand. He's like, get that corn out of my face. It's a good, I love that movie. It's a great movie, it's dude. It's fun. It's feel good. It's funny. Look, it's, I know, I know it's probably not a really, it's not a good movie by. It's a Nickelodeon I guess, movie. Skin. I get it. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's fun though. It is fun. It's funny. Like hot. We said this before. It's in the same league as Hot Rod and Napoleon Dynamite. Same directors as Napoleon Dynamite. They directed. Uh... Was it the same directors? Yeah. I knew it was the same studio. Same guys. Same same writers and directors in Napoleon Dynamite. Not the same studio, but never mind. Let me let me double check that real quick. The guys that uh, wrote and directed Napoleon Dynamite also did Nacho. I remember I used to get Nickelodeon magazine when I was younger and um. And I got one that had like Nacho Libre on the front and had little paper loose door masks you could cut out. Let me see. IMDb gave it a 5.7. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 40. Common Sense Media gave it a 3 out of 5. It is directed by, yeah, directed by Jared Hess. Ooh. That's one of the brothers that made um, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, known for Napoleon Dynamite, Nacho Libre. Sorry, you said Napoleon. We were talking about Napoleon Dynamite, and I was thinking of Napoleon Bonaparte, and I was like, he would have been viewed as like a, like a really good historical figure if he didn't, you know, instill slavery and become a fucking weird ruler. I actually read that Napoleon Bonaparte wasn't that short. It was made up by his. Well, it was made up. He was. He was right. Re- he was like five six, wasn't he? No, that's no, well. No, that's no, really sorry. short. I thought he was like five. He was regular height. I thought. Yeah, I thought it was just average for the time. Especially, I thought his people made it up. Like his enemies made it up to delegitimize him. Yeah. Also, uh, I don't know how true this is because it's one of those facts. It's like, did you know Napoleon? Didn't he, didn't he reinstate slavery or something like that? I have no idea, but I do know, um, not for a fact, that Napoleon. Uh, while he'd be out at war, he'd make his wife wear the same pair of underwear 
and then he'd get home and like sniff that pussy. Oh. I'm serious. Like he like wouldn't l- let her bathe for like three months, and he'd get home and just be like, ah! It's the only way he could cope with the funny let's players not playing the games right. He's out of war. He can't watch the funny let's players do the funny games. See that was see that that was a reference to a bit that we did that's actually animated. You, which is cool. You can actually go check out. All the super mega animated. We have, we've made a playlist from all the wonderful mm-hmm. people that have taken the time to uh, animate those. They're really cool. There's a playlist. It's on our homepage. It's also in the playlist section. Just called super mega animated. I'd recommend go check them out because there's some funny stuff and it's and it's short form, so you don't gotta waste a lot of time. with yeah, it. Yeah, and we always encourage people uh, animators to if if you want to try it out, go ahead. Uh, our best moments are probably from our podcast. Um, so just go make something funny. Mm-hmm. If you want, if you knows. want, I'm not gonna make you do it. But, Whatever. Uh, we always appreciate any form of like art that is made. It's always cool to see other people taking the time to make some make art some fucking subjective. art. There's I some, don't know. There's some bad ones. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of them are pretty fucking bad. Which one? Oh, um, <laughs> I should start making super mega animated. I should. Let's make them with Microsoft Paint. Let's start making animated. You know, I'm really good with Microsoft Paint. And then it'll get 200,000 views and make us $10, because that's how YouTube's system works now. Yep. Thank you, YouTube. Uh, I love that Ryan and I each made $10 off of the vlog we made that got like 160,000 views. Thank you. <laughs> little high five to YouTube. Real nice. Real, we're definitely able to support ourselves when we do when, when they're like that. But I heard that, hopefully... The adpocalypse is drawing to a close. Is it? I pray it is because I'm really hoping things go back to still normal. Still going to be very strict though. Yeah, but it, it, as long as you know they can, you know, return things back to more of a normal way where revenue and CPM isn't absolute garbage, it'd be really nice. I like what you did with your voice. Well, guys, with that, I think the podcast is coming to a close. But don't click out yet because we have a surprise for you at the end. Okay, so just just stay just around. Stick for around minute. to the very end. We got a big old fucking surprise for you. Just kidding. We just wanted you to watch one more ad so we can get some extra revenue. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Next week, we'll be back with episode 42. Love you so much. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. 
actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.